Your support makes it possible. Please make a donation today at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. Uh, uh, make a donation uh, today. Uh. Thank you, Michelle Shocked. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle Shocked. This is no suggestion. This is not Michelle Shocked. I hope I were saying the name right, but uh, this is Ralph Jean Pierre. Uh, this is exactly phonetically how she said her. Yes. Xavier Stickler for phonetics. Xavier Pearson. Phonics, yes. Uh, I'm Xavier. I'm the co-host. Co-host of No Suggestion, an improv comedy podcast. And uh, today we have, uh, I just want to say, the punctual and the responsible (laughs) Raquel Powell. Oh, my goodness. Nobody has ever called me punctual. So (laughs) I am happy to be here. What I think one thing that the 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 whatever listeners we have of this podcast don't know is that I am uh I don't know that I'm anal about a lot of things. Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. I can't tell. But <laughs> I triple confirm with people before the show because I don't want anybody to be like Yeah, I just know I just know what it feels like to be like Hey, are you there? And you're just like, what, there, where, where am I supposed to be? I'm at home. Right? I'm in bed. Uh, yeah. So I, I didn't confirm with you at all. I thought somebody else was supposed to be on this week. I've been confirming with them all week. Oh no. And and, and they've just been like, yeah, sure, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then just now they're like, we're on on the seventeenth, and I was like, okay, thank God, because I thought we had it is a duo, so I thought we were gonna have five people in the studio today. I'm really freaking out about something that doesn't matter at all. Mm-hmm. All right. It's all right. We went yeah. through it. We yeah. went through it. Um, how are you, Raquel, with stress, stressful situations, debacles? How do you try to deal with it? How does it Yield hit you and how debacle. do you deal? Well, first and foremost, yeah. please call me Rocky. Rocky. Ra- Raquel Rocky. is for the government and the government only and my mother. So Rocky. Yes. Yes. Um, how I feel I am, closer to you already. How am I with stress? Um, I kind of low key thrive in stress, Ooh. but I also try to carry myself as a stress free person, very easy breezy, like no worries kind of gal. But I always have a to do list. The to do list always has 30 things on it. And I've just recently realized, oh, guess what? After your entire life, you can't get 30 things done on a to do list in one day. So just move those over to the next day. And that has brought me a lot of peace. Um, I think I'm good under stress. This is okay. I'm I'm already so fascinated. Okay, because I'm fascinated by people who, um, fascinated by many kinds of people. But mm-hmm. there's sometimes a particular kind of person who they present as like everything's good, everything's easy, but on the low, not even secretively, just um dutifully, they have like everything planned out. Mm-hmm. But then on the outside, they're like, cool, everything's cool, everything's easy. Yeah. But they've like written down, have schedules and organized and that is very, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> It's yeah. like, they seem opposite to me, but maybe they're not. Maybe they're very connected. It's controlled chaos. But you know what I mean? Like I love to party. That's one of the, people might not say I'm punctual, but they will say I like to party. Mm. And I, if I'm having a party, everything's planned down to the T. But then once you're in the party, it's like just good vibes and everybody have fun. But it's 
a fun, like, you know, you want to have enough food, you want to have like the proper drinks, you want to have little accessories. So people don't, aren't ever thinking, oh, I'm missing this thing, or I wish I had this comfort at this party, or I'm vegan and no one thought of the vegan. Like, that's why. And that makes it, things seem like there wasn't a lot of. Does that make sense? I mm-hmm. relate to that. You, you relate, relate? Uh, relate to that in what way? I. I I understand. I totally get it. I mean, like, yeah, I get like, um, this there this has to be set up in a certain way, and then yes. once it's set up, let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's do whatever. What Everything's good. Yeah, just that same thing. Like, like, um, <clears throat> I don't like what I. The worst thing for me is when you show up to something and people are like, "Oh, whatever, we'll just do whatever." And then they've clearly not thought at all about the thing that's happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I very much relate to like think a lot about what, not even what could go wrong, but what's going to be needed. Mm-hmm. Set that up. And then when you show up, just whatever, because you know you've already laid down an infrastructure. Yeah. And you don't have to. I'm not someone who's like stressing a lot about a, a thing that's happening while it's happening. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know that I stress beforehand i don't feel like a spitzy like stressy person Mm -hmm. but i do really appreciate you know like really thinking about what is needed yeah for this event yeah you gotta gotta be on top of that kind of stuff or even you know christmas is coming up the holidays are coming up oh no and i one of the things on my to-do list is to make a list of the things i need to get for christmas so i can kind of see it and know how much time till christmas is here so you know the 22nd to the 24th i'm not doing all my shopping which i've been known to do in the past which i'm like "Eh, i don't want to do i don't want to live like that anymore i want to just get the shit done yeah 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 you made a list of lists that you want to make. Yeah, of lists I need to make. Just me- remember, you got to make this list. So. Uh, I just, um, just come in. I just want to let you know, I've got a, I've made a, I've made a list of lists that I want to make next week of, of lists that we have to make on each day. Oh, oh, okay. So okay. am I going to make the list for you or are you just want to kind of talk it out? We're talking out. Well, one of the items on my list mm-hmm. is for us to come in and talk about what lists we have to make of lists that we want to make for next week. Oh, I got you. And doctor, uh, just so you know, your surgery, you're scheduled in 30 minutes. So we got to get you into prep and everything. But I'm excited for these lists. I've never seen you this organized. Okay. I didn't realize that the schedule had been moved up. So before we make this list, okay, let's make a list of the things that we want to do in this meeting. And then, and then... On that list, let's put make a list of the things we need for the surgery. Okay, awesome. I'm going to use a uh, number two pencil in case we need to make any changes to the list. We can erase it really neatly. All right. <laughs> let's make a list of things a pencil can do. Okay. And let's make a list of things paper can do. Okay, so kind of like a versus pros and cons list of both. Yes, because because uh, we may also want to make a list of items we can use to make lists, such as a phone, your note apps device. We could write it on this chalkboard. There's also a whiteboard outside. Um, I could also speak it into my phone. I could just speak the list. There's a touchscreen board as well. You can just touch the screen. Knock, knock. Yes. Doctor, uh, as you requested, uh, you're doing for surgery in 126 hours. Thank you. Uh, I requested 25 hours, so I guess you're an hour ahead. I wanted to go home early. I'm sorry, doctor. Okay. I'm just, I'm sorry to tell you, but I'm going to make a list. 
of how many times okay. you've gone home early. I'm, I've already started that list, but okay. I'm going to now. More of a database. I'm going to now condense that list by just by week. It was monthly. Okay. Is this a, a, an official write-up? or are Not we- at all, Suzanne, because you're doing an excellent job. Okay. I've made a list of the great qualities that you have. Mm-hmm. And on that list is that you help me make lists of who to write up. And you mostly help me with that. So I can't write you up, but I am keeping track. I am making a list of how many times you've asked to go home. And early. I'm helping him with that list because I didn't receive a knitted hat from you and everyone else in our division received a knitted hat from you this holiday. Damn season. it, Suzanne. We made a list of who should receive a knitted hat. Well, I, 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 well, I didn't know um, uh, Jess over here was was adding on to the lists where make where was able to create a list because I would also want to add a list on. You, to, to the list. You want to add a list of people you specifically want on the list of people who should get hats, knitted hats. I would like to add a list of people who should be able to add lists. You want to make a list of people who should be able to add themselves to the list that we're making of people who want to get knitted hats. Or is it that you want to add, you want to doctor, add. Doctor, I'm get I'm getting dehydrated. Doctor, she's avoiding the question. Once again, just put it on the list. I. Uh, okay, Suzanne, you're not supposed to hear Jess, this. We've you, made a is list. Is there a list we need to make the about each is, other? The list is uh, the times that you've hurt my feelings this year, and we're up to 14 times. I have 26 okay, minutes like until surgery, but that doesn't sound like a list, Jess. That just sounds 14 like 14 times. We're in November. It sounds it's like a title of once, a list. Uh, more than once a month. I'm going to be very stressed hurt. out if both of you don't, at this moment, make a list of objections and grievances you have for one another. I need you both to make that. Okay. I already have one and it's almost like a database. I can make one up off the top of I my head. I haven't done anything to you except share my lunch. So. Uh, that is that on the list? Well, my, my list, oh, number one, Crocs. Okay, well, I'm a nurse, so. How are you recording this list? I'm just doing it off the top of my head, doctor. Ooh, I don't know. Is that, that's, that's at the bottom of the list in terms <laughs> of. You need a legal pad. I think that's a legal pad list. That's a legal I don't pad. think that's a mental list. Mental the list. Grievances, a, a grievances list I need to have a, a, a pad? Yes. You could that's... wipe your grievance tears with all the knitted hats that you made and did not give to me. This is what happens when you don't make a list. It just I'm it just seemed like you didn't lo- you didn't want based on your comments it seemed like you didn't want any knitted hats. Do you have a list of those comments? I can think of one off the top of my head. So you're relying on the top of your head, and that is that is not that is not good in a doctor's in a surgeon's office. Okay, it scares us. It scares us both. When it comes to matters of emotion, I feel like it should be it should be free and open to just letting it go and letting it fly, and not writing it down every time. Doctor, I feel like we should. We should save our notepad, our paper. We're running out of legal notepads. I make a lot of notes during surgery, and I tell, I, I, I give dictation of notes for the surgery. Trees go back into the earth. Mm-hmm. That's that that felt pointed at me. Damn it, Suzanne! You don't understand. Surgery is an emotional thing. If I'm not constantly making lists during surgery, I have no place to channel my emotions, and I'm cutting a, I'm cutting into a person's body. Okay. This is why I'm I'm making a list of reasons, pros and cons, why Jesh should and shouldn't get your p- post, your position, and demoting you. I'm making that list. Thank you, Doctor. Jess has been helping me. I still want a hat. 
that I knew this. I knew exactly what this was going to happen. You knew this was going to happen. Yeah. Hmm. I have a list. I have a list about you two. Oh, and I'm about about how inappropriate I feel this 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 little this little thing you two do. We've made a list of what this thing is, and not on that list is inappropriate. We're that cat is, lovers, both of us. We're what? That's we're, that's we're that's, that's, one that's on the list. the list. That's that's not inappropriate. That shouldn't be on the list. Are you making that list up off the top of your head? Of course I am. <laughs> <laughs> that's your problem. See, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. That's fun. <laughs> um, fan. Fantastic. For, okay. a, for a second, uh, I don't know if we talk about it. We don't usually, but sometimes let's like talk to. about it. Okay, let's <laughs> do it. There's no rules. No rules. Yeah, for a second there, it seemed like it, this could go. This the, the scene was gonna go completely nuts and crazy. Yeah, and uh, and uh, out of control. And I liked how we kept it sort of in control a little. <laughs> yeah. bit. Kept it tight. Yeah, close to the bone. We could have just went out and on about this, but we made sure. Yeah. Keep it sort of. We did it. We yeah, kept, we kept it in the rails. Yeah, we, we didn't go off the rails. <laughs> yeah, we could have. I could've. love. Okay, I love. I feel like what I want to say. I love improv. Yeah, and I don't feel like it gets its chance to bloom and be appreciated the way it should be. Yeah, I um, I actually think about this a lot and I think one of the reasons it doesn't is because I don't think you meet you meet naturally funny people but I don't think you meet as many naturally funny improvisers whoa like the improviser themselves could be funny but the skill of improv I think really does take time to learn and even if you're a really funny person if you're not if you don't know the rules of improv and you don't know how to build a scene, you could be on stage saying no or you can do whatever. So because the skill of being a really skilled improviser and the skill of gelling with a team for a long period of time takes a long time, I think that um, the the rest of the world, when they go see improv, they see a lot of, for lack of a better word, bad improv. And then there's so much bad improv out there that it gets this hush of this rumble that like bad improv is so bad. Improv is so bad when really, really good improv is like a magic trick. Damn that. I like that. But people are jaded by it. They don't want to go see good improv because they know what bad improv is and they don't want to sit through that again because it can be cringy. I, I did a show recently and I talked to this lady after the show and she said, if I have a friend coming into town. I want to take them to a comedy show and I'm least likely to take them to an improv show because I know they're making it up right then and there. And there's more chances that it'll tank mm-hmm. and the show yeah. won't be good. Damn. I never even thought of that. Like the risk factor involved. Yeah. I never thought about this. Mm-hmm. My thought was always that stand up com- in- by comparison is so much easier to package and present. You know, I mean, there's so many specials. There's so many yeah. people are used to looking at stand up on TV. If they look at improv, first of all, people don't even try to package it most of the time. It's very rare. You have like a it's like two Netflix specials with improv, and then some yeah. some 
some lost middle ditch yeah yeah and then some lost ass cat videos Mm -hmm. somewhere and then that's it nobody else has tried to do it well some tj and dave yeah but stand-up is getting the platform they're getting the offers nobody's offering improv it's kind of just become this joke to a lot of people you know what i mean but really it's some of the funniest most skilled people are improvisers but they just don't get the platform to rise yeah i think i mean first of all i want to say um i'm gonna i'm gonna try not to be a stickler here i usually try to avoid improv talk on this podcast oh, okay you yeah, went we, directly we can definitely, at it we can i went directly at it you were like hey everybody tell me your deepest darkest well, feelings about improv we well, definitely this, don't have to talk about improv we can talk about that off mic well here's the thing here's another thing i wanted to bring up and i want to know if you have just not about me okay but just like i feel like you have a, a high uh social iq this is what i feel about you oh. this is my impression of you why is it I think you and I have probably been in the same room probably on an average of twice a month every month for probably the last 10 years. Twice a month? Probably. Is that That's a lot or a little? That feels like a lot to be okay. in the same room with someone. How often are you at the pit in the last 10 years? Well, I haven't. I mean, I've been at Pioneers a couple of times. I haven't performed at the pit since March of 2020 or done any shows at the pit. When did you start? I started. Uh, I started taking classes in January 2011. 2011. So that's mm-hmm. almost ten years from mm-hmm. eleven to yeah. And then you were there probably how many times a month? Well, uh, I got placed on a house team. I never stopped taking classes. Like I just kept going um, wow. straight through. Um, and then I was on indie team, so I would have indie shows there. And then I got placed on a team in January 2014. And so January 2014 to March 2020 yes. every week. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was there most of that time, always mm-hmm. hanging out. So this is what I, why do you think, cause this is not just you. I have yeah. there's many people at the pit that like, I know by name, I've seen them perform many times. Mm-hmm. They have, they would have no idea who I am or have like, you've probably been like, I seen that guy. He's a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> I have seen the ghost of this guy before. I don't know who he is. Why do you think, Xavier, you've talked to me about this too. Why am I like that? <laughs> I actually have two two reasons why I think. Um, Talk about this. First of all, I think people, it is a community, yeah, but it would be a lie to say that it's not a clicky community or at least mm-hmm. it used to not, or used to be a little bit more clicky. Like there was a great divide between Monday night and Wednesday night improv teams. The great. Then, div- wow. Nobody's, I've never heard anybody say that before. <laughs> wow. You know what I mean? And then, okay. well, you did have the owner of that theater say once, you know, when Monday nights are the, uh, little leagues and, Wednesdays are the big leagues, and that then you have, and, yeah, then, yeah. and then you have Saturdays with like, I mean, I can't remember North Coast performed on Fridays cars. or Saturdays. We weren't a house team; we were well, just a. And, and I'm gonna get to that in a second, yeah. but um, yeah, and then it's like the the Saturday teams don't even need to practice; they're so good that it was just mm. kind of this hierarchy. So I think a mixture of seeing people on stage and being intimidated by them, being like. Uh, I don't want to talk to that person. They just crushed uh, or they're very attractive or they're X, Y, and Z, whatever. 
So people just stay with their clicks and wait to be approached. But then do you ever find that like once you um, or at least I find that once you're like, oh, I like I remember Langston is one of my Langston Belton is one of my closest friends. Yes. Um, and he was on a team called Grounds for Divorce before Hero Complex got put together. And seeing him around, seeing him around, he saw me around, he saw me around. We never like talked to each other. We never were in each other's orbit. We shared a few friends. And then the day we got placed on a house, no, the day I got placed on a house team and he got placed on a two-prob team, the first two-prob team at the pit, that was a house team. Um, the fact that I got placed on a house team, it like changed the channel that I was on. And now all of a sudden me and him are on this channel and we like recognize that we were like, oh, I know you. Oh, I know you too. Blah. And and the guards of uh, the the restrictions of, just being like, hey, we're in the same community and I see you around. I just want to say, hey, because when you're in your 20s, maybe you don't have the wherewithal to say that. Mm. Um, but we just kind of were like, oh, now we're on the same on the same channel so we can talk. And also, I will say, you're on North Coast. North Coast is just kind of this team that would come in, crush it every time, and then be like, okay, we're out. We're not going to, this is not our home theater. This is not whatever. And you guys would literally, so North Coast was a very uh a team that I could be very easily intimidated by or I felt intimidated by. I don't think you guys were intimidated. I was or intimidating. I was intimidated. Is, and a lot of people were are and are. What what do you feel about this, Xavier? This this sounds this sounds yeah, it makes complete sense. Yeah, it yeah. makes it makes total sense. Um um I I never knew you from North Coast, I just knew you as a guy who would be on stage, who would like really funny and like wherever, I don't know, wherever I, I, it was probably the pit that I've seen you go up or at jams because I would go to jams a lot. And yeah, I just knew you as the guy who was funny. So I was kind of like, uh, kind of intimidated by that, but I still, you seemed like a cool guy. So I eventually I was like, all right, I, I you know, he's around enough. I've, I've been to like at least, Four, four shows with mm-hmm. the, where we were in the same room. So I'm like, all right, well, damn it, I'm gonna talk to this person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll say hello. Yeah. yeah, it just took some time because of like you know it's, it's we're different around channels. Yeah, it's different yeah, channels. You yeah. Know. This channels thing is such a brilliant <laughs> metaphor and idea because you know what I think people like. Um, I didn't have a high school experience like that. Like, mm-hmm. of course, there were the popular, but I never. I was somehow in this place where I could be. I think I was just too. Um, dumb to know that I didn't, I wasn't supposed to talk to certain people. You know what I mean? I just was like, I was just, I was just, I didn't, what, what are you talking I was about? on every channel. I was on every channel and on no channels. Gotcha. Where, in high school. Bad in high school. Connection. Okay. You were on yeah. the channels. You had access to the channels, but it was a bad connection. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm just around. Everybody's kind of like, uh, oh, there's this guy. You know what I mean? So I didn't, I didn't suffer. And what I'm trying to say is like, I didn't suffer. I didn't feel like, Oh, there's a clickiness. There's like a, mm-hmm. I didn't have that. Also, my high school was kind of peculiar in that way. We were just kind of, I don't know. Where'd you go to high school? In Florida, Port Charlotte, Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, Port Charlotte. Port, that Port Charlotte. Port Charlotte. I'm just, I'm just mumbling. Okay. Port Charlotte, Florida. It so it sound like Port Charlotte. <laughs> Port Charlotte. Yeah, I was like, Oh, I've never heard of that. Port Charlotte, Florida. Port Charlotte. Um, uh, and so I, I didn't, I wasn't in high school like lamenting this like oh everybody's clicky. Mm-hmm. So it's something you hear about like in jobs or in college or something I think later. It goes on forever. It goes on forever, and it it 
it's but I think the point I'm trying to make is like I don't lament it and I don't want to complain about it. I want to be like, oh, it's everything's about clicks. Everything. I think there's a reason for that. Yeah, that's it, yeah. a primal way. Yeah, you, yeah, I see like similar things at work and all the and like things that like a you know adult environments still have that sort of I don't know. Yeah, primal thing that mm-hmm. like we do where it's like we. It's a safety thing too. Yeah. It's like, oh, these people see me. And I think, honestly, I can see how people blame children and say like, oh, kids are so clicky. Kids are so clicky. Where I think adults are more uh, open to letting people in. Mm-hmm. Adults can be just as clicky as children because if you think about all these relationships that people have nourished over the years and then, you know, you're a 45-year-old person and your best friend just is like, oh, I'm hanging out with this so-and-so. And And you're like, well, bitch, we've been friends for 25 years. Who is this? Who's Lisa? Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) You and Lisa are going to get your nails done. What are you talking about? You know what I mean? I asked you to get your nails done a month ago. Stuff like that. I'm just just hanging out with Lisa. It's like, it's not a big deal. Oh, I know. You've just... um. You've canceled on Thirsty Thursdays like three weeks in a row. Well, it just wasn't that thirsty this past Thursday, you know? Like, let's just, let's just do our nails and not like fixate on that, not focus on that, not overly I'm focus not, on Hannah. Right. You're like, right. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm happy. Thank you for Chelsea, making you're sense. my, you're my best friend. And you're my best friend too. Okay. So Lisa's just like a new, like cool, like, you know, like, She's yeah. got her like real estate license and like no, Denise, like, teaching fine. me a lot of stuff, you know. Oh, cool, real estate agent. That's yeah, really cool. because I know because I'm noticing that you're like even like now just like just like taking little like like tonal. T- well, it's, it, it wasn't a tone at her. Okay, Denise, it wasn't a tone at her. It was just like, do you remember that my husband? Fuck someone else who was a real estate agent and then it left. wasn't lisa no it wasn't it lisa wasn't. but now like i hear real estate agent and i think ooh, i better not bring my next husband around a real estate agent because <laughs> he'll probably leave me you know what i mean that's so i'm just asking you to be a little more sensitive to my divorce I, that's it chelsea i listen no, i it. just want like i want the best for you and i know Thank that you. like i have a i hold a sensitive place in my heart for your divorce because i know yeah. that it was painful but i don't think that it it's right that you what's that it was excruciating i think yeah and i'm sorry and i i just don't think it's right that you vilify all real estate agents now to the, till the end of time because you know it's a re, it can be a really lucrative like career and that's what lisa does and you know, she's really good at it. And she took me to one of the properties and we just like went in the jacuzzi. And, oh, my God. Like, oh, we're, wow, that must have been really fun. Wow, You know, I, I, because I wasn't that's probably why I wasn't thirsty, because I was like in the water all day in this warm water. Yeah, it's just so like it's I'm happy for you that you got in a jacuzzi. I know Okay, you're showing more of your teeth than you normally know, because I know that we both know that my skin is sensitive to jacuzzi. So I don't partake. And so every time we're together, when there's a jacuzzi, you can't go in it. It's hard to see all those hives. It's it's hard to see the hives. It's hard to have the hives. So I'm glad now that you have a friend that you can go in the jacuzzi with in these houses that she's showing. Does anyone want um, like water? I can go get water. I'm first. sure you can, Lisa. I'm sure you can. Lisa, Chelsea is really nice if you get to know her, but it's been it's been it's been twenty six months since the divorce and it's still fresh and raw. Two years, two months. 
um i'm sure well i'm sure whoever that was that did that that's i i i they they're they're probably not a, you know i don't know them or they, you know they're not in any circle of mine your uh your your lanyard there says you work for the beverly agency yeah oh no does the lisa turn that around it's too late i've seen it. i've seen it Okay. Lisa. I, I, I Next thing it. you're going to tell me, every agent at the Beverly Agency isn't a whore. Lisa, you're not a whore. You don't have to say that. That's not something I, I don't have to confirm or, re, or, or deny that. I, you're right. As an adult, this is getting a little bit, a little okay. bit petty and a little bit childish. Take a tissue. Please. I didn't mean to make you cry. Take a tissue. I'm just projecting my anger. From my divorce, and I don't even know you, Lisa. I'm sure you're a nice person. I just don't. I I I just didn't. No, I I'm thought sorry. I you know I thought we could. I like Hannah. She's cool, and I just thought maybe I could hang hang out with you guys. The niece she's calling you Hannah now. Oh, is that an inside joke that you two have, Hannah? That's not your name. I've been calling you Hannah for a few weeks now. I didn't want to correct you because I was hoping that you would help me refinance my home. Is that what I'm here for? You guys, it's hard to be an adult. It is hard. It's hard to be a human. Oh, my God. Every time I try to make new friends and get into another friend group. You opened with the fact that you're a real estate agent. That's what you opened with. And so I get so excited about it because I never have really known... Uh, besides Chelsea, I've never really known like a professional person. Like, professional. could I see a picture of your husband? I don't have a husband anymore. Oh. But if you want to see a picture of my ex-husband, he is the background of my phone. I don't know how to change it, don't. and I don't want to change it. Lisa, don't, don't say it. Oh my God, I've don't seen s- him before. Don't say it. Oh, you have. Where did you see him? Yeah, where did you see him? Yes. Put a little salt in the old wound. Lisa, whose shorts were on the side of that jacuzzi? You guys want some water? That's fun. That's so fun. Um, Rocky, what were you like in high school? Um, so in high school, I was a theater kid, but my first couple of years of high school. Where, where are we talking? Where? Um, I went to high school in West Haven, Connecticut, which Ooh. if you know New Haven, Connecticut, town right next door. Uh, beach town, very fun um, town to grow up in, I, I think. Sometimes you hear about other people's hometowns and you're like, oh, yeah, we didn't really have it that bad. It was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um it's conducive to like a high school, like if you were to think of like a TV show, not super wealthy or anything like that, but it was like very beach town vibes. Um, but in high school, I did theater and um, that pretty much consumed my life. Wow. And I uh, was class treasurer as well because I said I wasn't going to go to any proms that I didn't plan. And <laughs> so, wow, you really take the party. Yeah. So I, I ran for I was like, who plans the dances? And then yeah. when I found out who plans the dances, I just was like, OK, I'll run for one of the officers. Are you friends with Heather Harrison? 
No, the name. I feel gone. like you guys really <laughs> should should meet and partner up. Anyway, okay, go ahead. So I came. I became really close. Uh, with, I was just thinking that. Yeah, uh, I <laughs> want to meet guest. you, Heather. Yeah. Um, I became really close with the other theater kids, um, and there was about ten to thirteen of us that just from my sophomore year, probably till my sophomore year of. Um, college like we just stayed really tight we were together all the time we had a spot at the beach called the rock where we would just all be like oh let's meet at the rock and it was this big rock that now if you go back it looks like so small <laughs> yeah. like how did all of us fit on this thing <laughs> um and we would just party we would rent hotel rooms we would hang out at other people's houses i had one friend whose mom like never cared that we were in the house um so we would hang out at her house and she literally never said anything we would drink hook up, party, Mm -hmm. like have after parties there. My parents were pretty um, lax. I would say my house wasn't like a a big party party house, but it definitely was a big hangout house. Like my house was the house you would come to if you wanted like food and to watch movies and like to chill Mm -hmm. um, because my parents would never bother us either. And yeah, it was like a town... Well, most of our parents didn't really bother us because our friend group knew each other so well. So we would just be hanging out. But, you know, it did get wild. We were drinking. People were hooking up. It was it had its fair share of drama or whatever. But it was a good 13 of us. And we called ourselves Team Awesome. <laughs> Team Awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we Dang. were very tight. And some of them are still tight. I mean, I still talk to some of them, but I'm only really close with two of them now and then one friend moved to korea but she i talked to her every now and then but i really only stayed close with two but i love all of them and you know they're a lot of them are still close and i got invited to most of their weddings wow mm-hmm. this is okay hold on i'm gonna read this you're listening to radio free brooklyn independent listener supported yeah. radio thank you for listening to radio free brooklyn mm. hey guess what if you'd like to listen to radio free brooklyn when you're not in front of your mm-hmm, computer mm-hmm, please mm-hmm. download our free mobile app for iphone and android available uh-huh. in the app store uh yeah that's it radio free uh, brooklyn mobile app we love you this is no suggestion also a podcast that you can find wherever you. you stream podcasts why don't you rate and subscribe uh okay this is what i want to so what how Sounds do you a lot like heather harrison yes <laughs> how do you relate to this kind of high school existence how do I relate to yeah, it? Do, I, do. I would always hear about this type I yes. would, my cousin <laughs> would do a lot of this a lot of like finding getting houses and like uh yeah there was a there's a group that i was on the outside of (laughs) yes i i wasn't so much on the outside i knew people who were living that life and they were like even you know close for it's funny because all right i just came from a work uh meeting before i came to this Mm -hmm. and (laughs) um I came from a work meeting and, and I want to, uh, because, okay, here's something that's happening. I just went through a, a very, for me, devastating breakup and for s- like a couple of, thank you, a couple, like three months ago. Yeah. And because it was so devastating, for some reason, I immediately stopped eating meat right when it happened. Yeah. You know, you don't know what's going to happen when you go through a breakup or where, where you, yeah, you're going to become. I just was like, I'm not going to eat meat. <laughs> it's a dice eat, roll. I haven't eaten meat. So, so I show up to this thing and. It's a dinner at a restaurant that pretty much every dish has seafood or meat. Okay. It's like a chicken and seafood, like yeah. this fancy restaurant, like in 42nd from my, from this company I just started working with. And I show up and everybody's hanging out, talking, 
drinking. I don't drink. Mm-hmm. And then one of the girls I work with was like, do you drink? And I was like, from across the table, I was like, no. And she's like, do you smoke? And I was like, <laughs> no. And she's like, what do you do? Yeah. And then, and then later everybody's ordering and they're, and I'm like, uh, is there anything without meat? And so I was like, <laughs> where do you get your joy? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's really, yeah. really funny that I, I don't know. I don't know. Why, I don't know why I'm like this. Um, uh, but so, so I, and I was the same way in high school. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, what, what, what is the thought I'm trying to get to? I'm trying to get to a thought there is, I don't have it. I don't know what the thought is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's just something interesting there because I also wasn't because of that, like separated mm-hmm. from that group, but I was never part of it. You know what it was? It was like, I was the guy you'd want to talk to and like laugh with at mm-hmm. school, but like after school, you're not going to call me to hang out. Gotcha. Like I'm not invited to the party, but it's not because you don't want me. This is because it's like everybody's going to be partying and yeah. I'm going to be like wanting to read a Spider-Man comic book. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You don't like the parties. <laughs> but, but also I, I like, I, I'm also a partier. Okay. I hosted karaoke parties for seven years. Well, that sounds fun. And there's like crazy sweaty dance parties. People are doing coke. People are drunk. Yeah. And I'm having a time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm, but I, and in high school, I don't know. What? It's really interesting. This, uh, this, uh, divide. Go ahead. What, what made the, 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 what made it beach town vibe? So like what made the whole. Well, it's interesting because so it's on Long Island Sound. And so we had beaches, but they were, it was a long boardwalk and you technically could go in the water, but nobody really goes in the water. Like uh. it's right next to a a sewage plant. Whoa. And it's just like <laughs> nobody really goes in the water, but you can enjoy like a nice beach day and surrounding towns. Like my aunt lives a few towns away. Her water is like perfectly fine to go in. Um, And like even a couple towns over. It's fine, but it's just right on the beach. Like yeah. from some classrooms in my high school, if you look out the window, like if you're on the third floor, you can see the ocean out there. And, you know, it's um, there was something really cool with my town. That they used to do, um, haven't celebrated it for years, probably over 10 years, but we used to have the 3rd of July, so New Haven would do 4th of July fireworks, um, but my town would do 3rd of July fireworks, and it was just one of those very sitcom-y things where the whole town shuts down for the 3rd of July because everyone's going to the beach to watch the fireworks, and there was just, I didn't live like super, I was like on the other side of town, but um, I had a lot of friends that lived right on like off the beach and on streets off the beach and they would just have parties and these streets would be shut down and just be like a party every three houses and people would be party hopping walking with their red solo cups in the street and I just remember those times like probably 15 16 17 probably until I was like 20 years old um because I enjoyed it as a kid but like when I started having friends and going out with friends and stuff the third of July was the shit it was a show. So much fun. What did you look forward to on the 3rd of July? What was, was there a specific feeling, a specific thing you were going to see? What was the thing that was most exciting that you're like, yes, 3rd of July? Well, I was new to drinking. 
I, you know, I didn't drink till I was 16. And, um, which when you say it like that, I didn't drink till I was 16. It's like, (laughs) that's really young. Um, but I didn't start drinking with my friends until I was 16. And I think it's just the fact that the whole shut town shuts down. There is an energy. It's like our day. And, um, I loved going to, I loved that part of life going to like grown up parties, but drinking like people being cool with it and my I liked being with my friends we would like bounce around and usually you would do like you'd either sit at the beach all day beforehand or you'd hang at someone's house like doing snacks and then there would always be an after party on the fourth of July like we would go illegally camping or stay at someone's house and it was just always good vibes how okay uh I want to and I want to make sure we get into this how (laughs) does this kind of background and this kind of like uh just love of like friends mm-hmm. and uh partying in good times and these good memories how much does that correlate to your podcast uh wild nights with wild nights with rocky powell wild nights with rocky powell how's that correlate like how much of the of this past is inside the seat of that idea or it's completely different? Oh, I would say huge. I've always, always loved parties. My parents, um, I remember my parents used to have a holiday party. Like they would have a Christmas party every year. My mom would like dress up like Mrs. Claus and they, their house would just be full of people and like everyone was having good times. They would have massive Easter egg hunts for us and like just stuff like that. So my parents always really... And they're just like sharp dressed people who like to have a good time and they always have been. So I think I, a lot of it was like in my genes to want to party and have a good time. Um, but then growing up seeing it, I always wanted to host my own parties and they started letting me host parties. I started hosting my own Christmas party. Um, I think when I was 17 and I would call it because um, I was going by Raquel then Raquel's ex whatever christmas extravaganza and i think i got up to five um and so i would have a christmas party for my friends i always liked having people over my dorm room to like drink and party i don't know i just like being the home base for fun yes and i feel like wild nights like i said um you and i were talking a little bit outside but i said that um with wild nights i just had um really I was always somebody I was in a relationship for a really long time and then when I got out of that relationship in my late 20s I kind of just was like oh I can do all this stuff wow that's me yeah yeah who's he like it's just like all this you know stuff and you know you'll get there you'll get there I know and it you know it's not gonna go anyway anytime soon so you just take it day by day but it will get easier it does get brighter it does get better what about you yes yes, but I'm just saying like you'll you'll be okay take it from me and um yeah I just uh I just was like, oh, I'm kind of like a wild child and I would just like do crazy things. And I, and I said at the beginning of 2020, I was like, well-behaved Rocky 2020. That's my motto. I don't want to be like fucked up. I don't want to, I just, I don't want to be like going out on dates. I just want to be in the house, reading a book, being responsible. <laughs> and then the universe gave me the, the pandemic, the pandemic yeah. and i was absolutely chilling during the pandemic but then you know i actually think i had one of the first parties 
that people felt okay to go to in April 2021. I had my birthday nationally party. that people felt okay yeah. to go to. Now. But a lot of people showed up. A lot of people showed up, wow. and it was in Astoria Park. And I just yo yeah. bro, bros, I'm telling you, this is the one to go to. If there's a party in America to go to, it's still a pandemic. But there's one party we got to go to. All right, all right. We're in. I'm yeah, gonna tell so y'all. I'm 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 my I'm, I'm interested. I am Pete. What's up? There's a, okay. So you guys all know we're in Baltimore right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know that. Baltimore. There's a lady named Laura mm-hmm. in okay. New Mexico. This I can't tell if this lady's Spanish or black, but mm-hmm. she she might be Cuban, maybe Mexican, but she's having a party. Okay. This is the let me put this together. Hold on. It's we're a in pandemic. Bal- we're in Baltimore right now. Baltimore under my feet. I was born and raised Baltimore. Ravens all day. Yeah, Ravens all day. Straight up. Now, there's a lady named Laura in New Mexico. She, listen, because I've been weighing the pros and cons. Any party you go to is probably a super spreader event. It's going it's to spread. Okay, it's, you're right. You're right. Yeah. We're gonna contrib- At this point, in this current point, we're at the, we're at the peak. We're going to contribute to the We're going to get all the COVIDs. COVID-19, yeah. COVID-20, COVID-21. They came, they came back out all together at once. We start, you probably would start from one. Any mm-hmm. party you go to, start with COVID-1 and COVID go down. Mm-hmm. I think we're up to 89. But uh, yo. I'm tired of reading books. I'm, I'm, I've tried. I've, I've done it for a good month now. It's, I'm tired of it. His went, eyes crossed. He's crossed his eyes. I've gone through every like YouTube yoga mm. that you can find. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're really, oh, I, I, the, the, you're really flexible now. The way you've been moving around. Sam has read all of Proust. Yeah, and yo conozco español ahora. You know what I mean? Whoa. We. Yeah. I'm the only one with a GED, so Mm -hmm. I didn't even know how you did this. Mm -hmm. Okay, we've done it all. We've done the inside stuff. That's we've done it based on my based on what I think is knowledge. I'm an intellectual now. Yeah, I know every candidate on both sides of the ballot. We're gonna we're gonna have an election in 2020. I know every candidate on both sides of the ballot. I don't know. I know what they represent. I don't know what it means to me, but I know them. I memorized it. Okay. He got it on lock. Uh, I need to go to one party. I'll go to the party, but I mean, how are we getting there? Are we driving there? Are we taking a plane there? Are we walking there? Are we hitchhiking there? Mega bus. Oh. We got to get on. That's the only way I know how to go. Because I'm going to be honest with y'all, my car got a boot on it because I didn't. I just stopped switching sides. You switched sides. I never stopped. I stopped switching sides and parking at some point. When when they sweep, when they sweep the streets, yeah, I stopped doing it. Mm. And you got the boot. I got the boot. I got the boot, and so my ability to drive has gotten the boot. Yeah, I'll get on the mega bus, but I'm not trying to get on the mega bus. You know what I mean? This is not where my interests lie. Laura, mm. Laura in New Mexico. Mm. That's, That's the all part the information of you have. That's. I heard. I heard it on Reddit. Mm-mm-mm. Of all the parties, I've vetted each party that's gonna happen. Look in this pandemic, and we don't listen. Maybe we would. Maybe Hold on, we, y'all. It's time to clap for the for the uh, essential the workers. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Let's go. You have a pan, huh? You have a pan. I did. Uh, it's, it's in the sink. Okay. It just yeah. And it it's just makes me think of the boot on <laughs> my car when I clap that pan. Now, yeah, so yeah. Just, we'll leave the pan in the sink. Okay. Let soak. Okay. So I'm just. <laughs> I'm just letting you guys know. 
I've looked around at every party that's happening in America. And I just heard the most about Laura's party. I heard she threw a lot of parties before the, before the pandemic started a few months ago. And she's like, fuck it, I'm doing a party. This is the one. We can't go to a bunch of them. I haven't even gotten COVID yet. So I'm taking a huge risk. Well, this is a great opportunity to get it. And that's all I'm saying. Let's get it in style. I'm going to go and I'm going to get on the mega bus. And do you think my uh, chili dip will keep? I don't want to make it when I'm at our house. So I want to make the chili dip and bring it. If We, we don't want to show up and empty handed. From Baltimore to New Mexico. From uh, um, Maryland to New Mexico. That's that's going to be in the pandemic. That's going to be a four day trip. Three, four days. I didn't ask how many days. I asked if you thought the chili dip would keep. Is it going to keep? Is it going to keep on the bus? Is there a place to keep Come it? Come on. There's, there's Do I COVID have to bring out there, my y'all. own cooler? There's it's going to be wrapped out. up. Oh, my God. The, chi- the chili dip's not going to keep. If I, it's I, not going to keep, I don't know if I can go because I don't make anything It's else. COVID out there, y'all. This is our one chance. Don't let the chili dip stop us. Well, does she have ingredients for the chili dip? Because I guess I can make it at her house. It's just not polite. Yeah, you just want to walk into someone's someone's uh, uh, function and go right into their kitchen and start making shit. I didn't meet her on it's Reddit. It's some COVID in this bitch. Don't you quit because no dip? <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to quit. We're looking for a solution. <laughs> it's not going to keep. <laughs> It's not going to keep. Are you run? Are you thinking about running for office? You guys, I'm not coming back with you guys from New Mexico. Well, then we're not coming back from New Mexico. Yeah. Fuck yeah. If we. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what just happened. What a labyrinth. Yeah. Um, I like those people. Yeah, they were <laughs> they're down great to ride. Yeah, they're great friends. Um, what a what a beautiful what a beautiful life. What a beautiful time. What what haven't we covered that we should cover? We talked about your podcast. We've talked about my uh, my uh, uh, social ineptitude. We've talked about uh, what, what are we missing? What do you, what's something you got going on? That's have you ever thought about being a therapist? Yeah, that's so weird that you asked that. (laughs) I actually did think about that. Uh, I started thinking about it during the pandemic and I started applying to, what was the school? Watch now, I'll get an ad for the school. But there was this school that was online because I'm really interested in um, psychedelic therapy. I think psilocybin, which is a chemical compound found in magic mushrooms. I think that could heal a lot of people. And I do think it's interesting that they are going back to finding studies for it now after there was this huge war on drugs when it turns out psilocybin does the least damage to anybody ever um, Mm. and is nonviolent. And, you know, alcohol is like at the top of the list. Um, Psilocybin is at the bottom. So I got really into, I watched this documentary where this veteran came back and I think he tried MDMA um, after he was about to kill himself and he went to a hospital and he was like, Ugh. and so um, the hospital obviously stopped him. They got him in therapy and he did MDMA treatment. And so the documentary was talking about psilocybin treatment. And then I was just like, oh, I want to spread the word that mushrooms can help people. 
but how could I do that? And I was like, maybe I should become a therapist because I was also feeling pretty lost in terms of what I was going to do with my career. Because what is your career? I haven't talked about it. Oh well, I'm 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 an actress. Oh yes, um, yes, yes. But yes. I don't currently being uh, a kid get, from young yeah, all I your don't, life. I don't currently get paid for acting. Yes. So um, I do work for a theater company and I work um, as a bartender too. Um, but I don't currently. I think we're get, all in the same boat. Yeah. So yeah. But uh, sounds like an actor's life. Yeah. But I more recently just think that I want to focus solely on my podcast. So um. We were saying therapist, yes. So I applied to the school and I went to these like meet and greets with professors and they talked about the, the this therapy was a, program. a general school for it therapy like or is like psilocybin? Oh, no, it would have been for regular okay. uh, non-psilocybin therapy and non-psychedelic therapy. But um, yeah, I, I went to all these meetings. I met with all these like teachers, professors and everything. They talked about their program. And then they just wanted me to write all these essays on why I wanted to be a therapist. And I just was out. I was out. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I want to be one that badly. Why do I have to write these whole theory? And I was like, maybe if I had the energy when I was younger, it would have been very easy to pursue. But yeah. I did not have the momentum. And then I said, oh, I should start a podcast. <laughs> like I, yeah. I like revisited the idea of starting a podcast and then i said oh that's kind of like a cheat code to therapy because you know dr phil's not even a real doctor well you know i didn't know that yeah i don't know i could be wrong about that but i don't think he's a real <laughs> I, doctor i believe it i want to i want you talking about silly cyber <laughs> yeah yeah it's just it's uh it's not harmful and that's what this whole retreat is about we're just trying to get you to open up in ways that you haven't opened up before i already took some of it it's got it's got me feeling silly yeah it's gonna do that it's gonna make you laugh and uh <laughs> you feel happy and you know maybe you'll see a couple of colors maybe the wall will start to move we don't know by, by golly i'm tearing up yeah that's gonna happen too that's why i don't wear makeup when i take mushrooms anymore and oh that's you can see him too Oh yes, yes, uh, yeah. I've I've been I've been on this retreat with you. I know you we, two had lunch together earlier today when we had our group lunch. My God, I feel silly. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. I have three grandchildren. Oh, you do? How old are they? Three of them. Okay, and and how old are they? You see him too. I see him too, and three. That was a, that was a mushroom joke. There's only one of him. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have any grandchildren? I've, I'm working on it. Oh, okay. Uh, well, how, the long con. There's a there's a that is a lot of work to do to impregnate somebody and then raise them and then help them to. Find someone. Help them to yeah. find someone. And that's a lot of working on it. My goodness. Yes. Uh, I mean, I've got I've got a couple steps already, already down. I just need to get my grand. I need to get my. I need to get the grand. I got oh, the son. Gotta get, get, gotta get the grand. Gotta get the grand. Got the grand. So I've been pushing him and coaching him. And then for some reason, I don't know. He just he got me this this uh bought this ticket for this re retreat well you know i've got a lot of great reviews i'm also a grandmother you you're a grand i'm a grandmother yes oh you you've got to be you've got to be in your the early 20s early early 30s i, I would say at the most 25 i'm 63 years old oh. 
63. This sobbing has got me silly. Well, well, flip me like a bottle top. Flip them like a bottle. We're only a year apart. What? Older or younger? I'm a year older. Oh, okay. I lost my birth certificate. I'm sorry Uh, to hear that. But I'm old. You're old. You must have a secret. Is the secret all this silly sobbing? The secret is try not to harbor any secrets. That's what I've been doing wrong. It's not silly Simon. It's not silly Simon. I have 13 grandchildren. 13. I only claim three. Oh, are the other two? No, their parents are libertarians. Oh, okay. Well, I understand why you wouldn't claim the rest of them then. They don't go to church. I'll be oh. honest, I'm probably going to stop going, too, because I've been got me feeling silly. You know, when you take psilocybin, anywhere can be your church. Anywhere. <laughs> Harold, you're wearing a crown of thorns. Oh, no. Like like the Lord like the Lord and Savior? That's yes, but a, it's got diamonds in it. Just a few leaves, but don't leaves. they look beautiful? It's more like a oh. Christmas wreath. Oh, yeah, I put this on my head. I completely forgot. Oh, I thought that was the silly Simon making me silly. No, no, you really see it. Have you you ingested the silly Simon? I really just put it in my purse because I have never. Oh, no, you're supposed to to take it. I will. Mm. We're supposed to take it here at the retreat. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What are you scared of? Probably when I have my insure or my information. Oh, you you don't want to have anything creamy with it. Believe me. What? It'll come right back up. Oh, really? I'm just, I think it's just, just getting to know you has got me feeling silly. All right. Well, I'm still going to take your money. I've got to, I didn't take it either. Oh my God. No one's taking it. I hid it under my mustache. I got news for you. It's gone. Huh? You've absorbed it. <laughs> You're growing in size. I feel like I'm floating. <laughs> okay. Beautiful. All right. We got a man. Plug, uh, Rocky, plug how people can find you and get to know you in the last 30 seconds here. Absolutely. Uh, you can follow my podcast at Wild Nights with Rocky on TikTok and Instagram. Or if you're on Twitter, dun, 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 mm. at Wild Nights Pod. If you want to follow me, it's Rocky X Balboa, R-O-C-K-I-I-X Balboa. Oh, yeah. And on this podcast, people tell stories of wild nights, yes. however they interpret that. Yes, they do. A lot of, lot of entertainers. Mm. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Uh, what do you got to plug, Xavier? Um, what? You you asked me this randomly. You I never was, asked me the last two last two podcasts. I just I only it only happens when I remember. Um, shit, man, just live life, right? Live life, <laughs> live love. Yeah, plug, love I'm plugging life. Yeah. <laughs> it's plugging life. All right, this is shout out to life. <laughs> yeah. We love you. Good night. <laughs>